listener exclusive. It's Matt Collins for breakfast, the podcast edition. G'day, Matt Collins from Triple M Brecky. Great to hang out with you on the podcast edition. And this is my chat earlier this week from Griffith Mayor Doug Curran. The 12 councillors from Griffith Council voted on the special rate variation earlier this week. And from all reports, the meeting got a little bit fiery. Let's find out some more. Now, the Griffith Council's ordinary meeting last night. Every fortnight they have one of these. But last night was a, uh, a game changer, you might say with uh, Griffith Mayor Doug Curran on the show every Monday morning, and we certainly appreciate the time that he gives us. Uh, We've been talking about this special rate variation, the proposed rates hike, and what that means for ratepayers in Griffith. Last night it was voted on. Uh, Let's find out how it all went and say good morning to uh, Griffith Mayor Doug Curran. G'day, Doug. Morning, Matty. How are you, mate? All right. Uh, a an energetic night, you might say. Yeah, it was good to uh, have everyone back in the room. We've uh, been missing councillors and staff for a few months now through leave and a few other things. So, uh, full contingent last night, and yeah, obviously a a very big topic for Griffith and the future of our community. It was. Now, before we get to the vote, uh, it it got a little bit fiery, you might say. I'm not sure if you would use that word, but at one point you had to apologise for your energy. Do, do you mind telling us how what went down? Oh, we've got some wily old councillors in there, mate, and they uh, they like to put words into your mouth that you actually never said. So uh, one of our councillors intimated that I might have said something which was never the case. So I pulled him up and... Uh, yeah, 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 there's passion in the room, mate. We're, we're talking about the future of Griffith, so uh, I probably didn't take it as well as I could have, and the debate was, uh, in all, it was respectful, and um, I'm really glad with how it went, um, but at the end of the day, there's no winner in this. The community is going to have to pay more rates. The council's now got a bit of, bit of disharmony, and there's obviously some community members that aren't happy about it either. Well, let's let's get down to the vote then. Of the 12 councillors, which way did the vote go last night? Yes, it was 7-5 in favour of proceedings with the SRV. Um, so I, I should explain that process. We will now send a letter of intent to IPART who will uh, accept that letter of intent. By the 1st of July, we've got to put in our application. So that, that part of council's done. From the 1st of July... IPART will then do more consultation with the community. So there is still an opportunity for our community members to let IPART know that they don't want this to proceed. Okay. Now, I had mentioned yesterday there were three or four potential scenarios. One of those was to to not go ahead with the rate rise. Uh, That's obviously off the table. There are three other scenarios. One was uh, to do the increase in one go, two goes or three goes. Was that voted on last night? Well, what happened, we, we, we proceeded in May to, to consult with the community to do it in three years, to three 10.5% increases. During the consultation phase, we, we started to hear loud and clear that people were a little bit worried that that would have a long-term effect. So we, we went back and said, well, what if we did it in two years? So we did a 14% in the first year and a 13% in the second year. And I part said, yep, absolutely, you can do that, but you've got to go back out and restart the whole consultation phase again. 
And my concern there was, A, the energy of the group to be able to go out and do that consultation, but also the people that have come and seen me in the community and said, listen, we're not happy, but this has to proceed because we don't want to see the community change, would then say, well, wait a minute, you've told us one thing. Now you're coming back and telling us another. I was really worried that we would lose community advocacy as well. So uh, we have proceeded with the three years at 10.5%. There was some uh, things that we, we were going to increase the pensioner rebate um, over those three years. We're also going to make sure that we hold the water and sewer increases to 3% being the assumed rate pegging figure. So there's some, there is some factors in there that I hope the community can see that we have listened to those people that are struggling at the moment. Uh, the last night, I, I, I can't tell you who said this, but you responded to it and said uh, that there was allegations that all the consultation sessions uh, were a waste of time, and you, you responded to, to that. Can you give us a, a little bit of what came about there? Yeah, I think sometimes when you're potentially on the losing side of a debate, you start saying things that, that aren't necessarily true and, and come from a place that maybe... Uh, have a lack of understanding. So one of our councillors, again, I, I don't think I, I need to name them, came out and said, well, look, the community consultation phase was a waste of time. But I absolutely think that that is just so incorrect. And, and yeah, I, I did fire up at it at that councillor and said that that is not true. My changes to the motion were in that vein. I know I've spoken to every councillor about it. The, the, the councillors that are for it and against it and the consultation phase really help guide where we need to go. Um, I think some people thought the consultation phase might be a yes or no. Unless somebody came up with an alternative to the SRV or the cut and services, they were our two options. No other, no one came up with that alternative. We had a lot of councillors that said, oh, we can all get together and uh, we can find some solutions to this. We've had five months and not one of them have brought forward a solution. So I don't know what they, they're thinking that we might be able to find another solution. A, a solution that's going to save four or five million dollars over the next couple of years. Exactly right. So the, the staff have committed and they will do it either way, find a million dollars a year. So we as councillors needed to come up with a solution for four million dollars a year. There was talk of the reduction in councillors. That is great. I mean, I was a supporter of that. That's going to save us a hundred grand a year. Four million dollars is nothing to sneeze at either. There would be job cuts. The same councillor that, that said um, about the consultation was a waste said, let's get a razor gang going. Well, a razor gang, all they do is cut staff. And if we cut staff, we cut services. Mm-hmm. So whilst they were saying no to the SRV, no to the cut in services, they're going to cut staff, which means there's a cut in services. So at the end of the day, I believe uh, the, the best option for our community longer term was the one that we went with. If we don't do it now, and, and you and I have had this discussion and we mentioned it on Monday when we were talking to the Deputy Mayor, if we don't do it now, it will happen down the track. So all we're doing is pushing it to somebody else and that's not what leadership's about. Leadership's making the hard decisions now and getting on with it and trying to bring the community back together. Now, uh, there's there's talk across the community, and when I say that, Mr Mayor, I mean on I've noticed it on social media. Uh, currently 12 council laws next year, that'll be voted down to nine, um, and, and certain, certain areas of the community are saying, well, remember who voted yes for the SRV and make sure you vote them out next year. What would you say to those people? Are we allowed to swear on your radio show? Because unfortunately, <laughs> that's what I want to say to these people. Social media trolls that didn't bother to turn up, didn't bother to come into a consultation, didn't put forward any other ideas and just want to get on there and bag people. They were trying to intimidate our councillors to say, if you vote for this, we will vote you out. That's great. No problem. Go for your life. 
But these are the same people that continue to pull our community down. Social media has become such a toxic environment and as much as I hate it and I talk to my councillors about it, they say, no, it won't look at it, won't look at it. I have to look at it to see what I've done right and wrong because that's who apparently knows, not the community that vote you in or vote you out. But, yeah, social media for mine, mate, and the people that are on there. I mean, funny. They'll say it on social media. I'll see the people in person. They don't say boo. They don't have the gumption to come up to you and say it to your face, but they'll get on social media and just sprout all of this. Again, I'm trying not to swear on your radio show, so... We'll keep it at that. Eh? Appreciate that, Mr. Mayor. Just quickly as we wrap <laughs> it up, uh, Kuyu Street, uh, the, will it stay open or will it uh, be closed off to vehicles and be a bit more family friendly? That was voted on last night as well. What was the outcome there? Yeah, so there was a, a community survey, 149 versus 149 wanted to close and 134 wanted it left open. Uh, ultimately, the councillors voted to, to shut that permanently, so we'll make application to the RMS to shut it, and then we'll start to review what else we can put in there to make it a more pedestrian-friendly environment, whether it be more seating, whether it be shade sales. There is some infrastructure that we did put in there to make it transport-friendly, but if we do have events in there, there's potential that we're going to need to bring stages in. There's potential that we're going to have to get emergency services in there. So I don't believe what we've done is wasted. Certainly, we went through the design phase. Nobody said, oh, why don't we make it so that it isn't trans, that, that we can't get transport through there. Um, so at the end of the day, it was voted to keep it shut. Um, and I think that's a positive for the community. I know it was quite divided, but we've got elderly, we've got young people walking through there. And um, without being rude, some of the drivers in Griffith, I wouldn't like to see those two um, different bodies uh, coexist in the same location. Goodness me, you're picking on the drivers, you want to swear. What's a... Uh... What's going oh, on with you? Up. So, yeah, no, 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 I'm not picking on the drivers, but uh, I, as you know, mate, I do a lot of driving and um, I, I can't believe for a city that's had roundabouts for so many years that so few people know how to use those roundabouts. So, uh, right. anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll keep down. going, mate. We, we're, we're head down and bum up and get into it. We certainly appreciate your time, as always, Mr. Mayor. You have a great day. You too, mate. Thank you. A listener exclusive.